Great day, great day, Discovery House listeners. This is Dawn back with you, aka Dawn of the Day, back with you with another podcast. As I said in my social media, I wanted to start a series on self care. But before I do anything, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my subscribers, my listeners, anybody that's on my social media that has liked my material, have shared it with other people, have inboxed me, texted me, all of the above. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, because I never want to start anything without acknowledging that because you gave me your time, you gave me your breath, you gave me a moment of you that you can't get back. And I appreciate that. I don't take that for granted because I understand you don't have to. So I'm always going to take that um, moment to just tell you that I see what you're doing and I'm thankful for it. God bless you all. Now, let's get into this thing called self-care. So um, it was dropped in my spirit um, probably about a couple of weeks ago, but I guess before all of these things were happening, so, you know, I have multiple people in this last month that has passed away for different reasons, Um, and then I have been acquainted with people that have been mishandled, Um, so I'm just trying to put all that together, and the Lord has downloaded that self-care thing, Um, and for me to really, really start um, exploring what self-care really is, and so... Um, as I started exploring it, I was like, oh my gosh. So I started, had to start asking myself some real questions about my own self-care. Because, you know, we think we're on that path and we're doing it correctly and stuff. But, you know, you always got to leave that space to unlearn and relearn. And so a lot of times when we're doing for others and we're out here being um, public service to any degree, um, or you just, um, you're doing things for yourself, like getting your hair, your nails done, making sure your beard is manicured and your house looks nice and you drive a nice car, all of these things. Uh, and they, that's what they are, things uh, we're attributing to self-care. And I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, that is a part of self-care when you making sure you spend that time to relax and maybe you need to get a massage or you're doing something good for yourself because, you know, women, I... We get our hair done, it makes us feel well. So, um, not saying that those things are not um, self-care or what have you, but it's not limited to those things. And so, um, as I start exploring the self-care thing, I had to ask myself some questions. Like, you know, like so I can get my shovel out and everything, because I don't want to be a surface person. Um, And that is one of my messages. Um, One of the things that make up Discovery House is that I don't want to be... Um, a surface person because there's so many masks going around you don't even know who people are anymore and what happens is we typically align ourselves around people that decorate the mask instead of dealing with the person and can't get past the mask because it's so um, eloquently put on and so until somebody trips and it falls off and those heavy things those jewelry that people decorate with um, it's hard and it and it's um, destructive. And so I don't want to be that type of person. So I am not afraid to do the work um, to make sure that authentically I am walking in um, what I preach and um, that I'm doing some reflection every chance I get on myself to make sure that I'm on the up and up. So at the end of the day, I want to share this with you all um, and give you some homework to do um, just asking yourself some questions like, you know, um, what have you done personally to sit on your own wings 
in life, whether when you was a teenager or an adult um, person, you know, because a lot of um, the things that we're dealing with now came from roots that were, that um, they grew into something else when we were younger. Um, seeds were planted and some seeds that were planted in our life, we need to kill them at the root so they won't grow anymore or they they won't ruin our life and, and uproot some things. It's like roots and it roots in the ground. They, they, they pulled up my concrete in my driveway. And um, you would never think that just looking at the tree because sometimes things that look like something is not always what it is. So, and then we find out there's not, but we put all of this energy into what we thought it was and we didn't vet it out. So I wanted to, we're going to talk about self-care, we're going to talk about soul care, we're going to talk about community care. And community care has something to do with us, not the community per se. So I will chop that up, we will get into that later. But right now, let's just, we're, going to, we're just going to really dig into this self-care thing so we can kind of get some groundwork on, on this concept of self-care, what it looks like. Um, and then the thing is, is that we got to ask ourselves some hard questions. Like I asked myself, what did I do to sit on my wings? And then I, um, asking yourself too, um, what, what kind of contortions have you did for others to try to be enough to meet their needs? But we didn't meet our own needs. What was that about? Where did that come from? And how did we not see that? Well, we don't because we've been gifted with things that, you know, we have to unlearn and relearn. Certain things that we learned was wrong and it was against us. That's why you can see people that have so much and still be weighed down. And you looking at, uh, looking at them like, why are they not happy? Look what they, they're comfortable, they this, that, and so, because it has nothing to do with the exterior. And we've made this journey backwards in some areas. It's internal and you cannot buy that, but it does cost you something. It costs you a deeper reflection of self because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if somebody mishandled us. It doesn't matter if we were dropped along the way. Um, it doesn't matter because we can't go back and we cannot change things that we could not control. But we can control how we show up in the world and how we allow the residue of others to stay upon us to the point it constricts us from doing what we should be doing and that's learning who we are so we can walk um in this earth in an authentic way not bound by the things and the weights that we can't see a lot of the weights on us is not from people it's from the allowances that we've made it's because it's for the things that we have um continuously endorsed that was against us um we have neglected ourselves to the point that we participated in our decline by not honoring our needs, our emotions, our dreams, and the capacity in our capacity. We have participated in ways that minimize ourselves by putting the needs of ourselves on the back burner for others. Now, don't get me wrong, because a lot of times when people hear messages like this, the first thing they'll do is say, oh, well, I'm not putting nobody before me. No, no, no. We got to do things in moderation. Our why's got to be right by why we do things. And it's not about putting you first, because sometimes when you start talking about, I'm going to take care of myself, people start saying, well, she's being selfish and self-care is not selfish. It is selfish to me if I don't take care of myself. 
And sometimes taking care of myself is not putting myself in environments that's against me being myself because even environments, people should be in addition to your life in a positive way. And if I don't feel good when I'm in certain areas or certain people, then that means that is my responsibility to make sure that um, I, 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 I put a lid on that. And I mean, I minimize that because you at the end of the day, you can't control every aspect of where you are um, because you have to go to work, you have to just do things. But I'm saying... For the most part, that you know, a lot of times we put ourselves in environments and stuff because we had we felt the need to be wanted or accepted to the point that we kind of pimped ourselves out, you know, um, all the time. We we equate prostitution and into sexual things, and prostitution is not to me is not sexual. It's deeper than that because anything that you lend yourself out freely for someone else's personal personal gain is prostitution. Especially when you wasn't meant to do that. And that's not caring for yourself. One thing I've learned in my own journey about caring for myself is um, I had to look at what I was putting in my body. I smoked for 22 years, you know. Um, I ate fairly well, but you know, I, when I got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis or what have you, it was on some heavy, heavy things that that stopped. Um, half my immune system wasn't working, and when I started dealing with that, and I started seeing how fragile life was, and if I didn't keep get this thing under control, it can kill me. And people just think it's a joint issue, and it's more than that. It's the weights that were on me that I did not see. It wasn't the disease that they diagnosed me with because I refused to accept that. But at the same time, I got to participate in my deliverance. Am I participating it to be against me or for me? So the cigarettes had to go, which they went before, before the full diagnosis of that. But also I had to change my mind on how I was looking at how I was taking care of myself. Because I didn't want to take the medication, but I also knew that if I didn't, it can get really worse than what it was, right? So I was in a dilemma. So this is when I had to trust God. And then that's when I start going on to caring for myself deeper. Didn't really see the, the name self-care or whatever, but just caring for myself deeper. I had to recognize that I have been, I've made some allowances and I've been re- reckless with my own self. So when I realized that and I start doing some reflection or whatever, and I start cleaning those areas inside myself or what have you, the disease itself had to back down. You know what I mean? Because again, when you have a lot of pollutants inside you, and when I'm talking about pollutants, I'm not talking about cigarettes and things like that. Those contribute to that, but I'm talking about emotional things. I'm talking about things that um, happened to you in your past and it's still landing there, seeping oozing through your life and you don't even know it because you think it's gone away and it's not um how 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 you've um tried to be accepted of um to others how you wanted to be needed or you wanted to be wanted because of past things in your life i mean i'm just using this different scenarios but these are things that people deal with all the time from child from childhood when your parents don't make you feel like you're loved or you try to go out here and find it in other people because those are your first line of defense right there is the people that God entrusted you to. And when you get mishandled by them or neighbors or cousins or grandparents, whoever, 
or um, church folks, whoever have hurt you or have not showed up in a way that you needed them to, sometimes we end up inadvertently kind of pimping ourselves out so we can get it the bootleg way when it's not the right way. So we put ourselves in positions that we were never made to be just so we could be seen, just so we could be affirmed. And those are secret weights that weigh on us. And we're always seeing, so we're driven by something that's not correct. Our drive or the gasoline that's fueling us to move in this earth is the wrong type of gas sometimes. And we don't see it because we not we have not taken a seat back to see how we participated in our neglect. We have participated in our neglect. And until we own that part, you know, secretly people are going to continue to be weighed down. But you can't only be secret for so long because when you start looking at the life of us, just like I said with my life, whatever I was putting in my body, that tells me how much I care about myself. Whether you can say that all, all, all you want to because... Um, African Americans are notorious for that because we've been held to be learned to be we've learned the warped sense of being strong. And so we'll say somebody said, Oh, you feel bad or whatever. No, 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 no. I, I feel good about myself, but you that's not true. You know, because how how what you, the evidence of who you are is not what you say, it's what you do with your words. So the thing is, when I start saying that I care about myself, that means that I'm not gonna allow myself to be put in situations where I compromise me. You know what I mean? To the point that I leave feeling bad, feeling um, less than and things like that. Or even putting things in my body. Or even being in relationship with, with the people that are not good for me. That don't want to see me win and me be my best self. And winning does not always have to be things that's tangible. People that's in your, your role or in your life that's, 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 that has impartation in your life should want to see you win. They should be consistent. This is things that you should require, especially when you're rendering that to other people. But we don't. We'll just compromise and say, oh, they're going to come around. They got a lot going on. But what about you? You had a lot going on too, but you made a way. And that's what I'm saying. People will make a way for things that they want to when they know that you're important. That's why it's important for you to make sure that you're important. You are important. You don't have to put yourself in situations or in places or be around people to constantly keep kind of pimping yourself out. Prostitution is not just always sexual. Prostitution can be that you're that you're you're rendering you giving yourself to someone or whatever at at, at your expense. You know what I mean? You're selling yourself short to feed something, avoid something that's in you. And we don't even realize we're doing it. And so self-care is about digging in those spaces and stuff and not compromising our hopes, our dreams, our capacity, um, who we were ordained to be, um, and finding out who that is because you cannot know who you are and you're not taking care of yourself. And again, it's not about what we do for ourselves exteriorly. It's about how much time and effort we put on making sure the inside is correct and it's walking upright. Because again, if it's right in the inside, it comes out on the outside. And so I just wanted to share that with you all today. And I'm going to be talking about this even more because in order for us to really heal, we have to come to the discovery 
that it is some areas in our life that we have been weighed down because we understood what self-care was wrongly and to put things in its right perspective and make sure that our why is legit and why we are doing things and it's not to feed a void but it's, it's to, to service others but at the same time making sure that we rightfully divide the service for ourselves as well because God wants us to be whole he wants us to be balanced and that's not always easy um, especially when you're in public service to any degree but don't let it be driven by the wrong gas and that means the things that you acquired along the way that was not ever never ordained for your life what are those what are those parts in your life where your voice was minimized when when you felt like you didn't you would justify why you couldn't say anything or why you said you couldn't say (coughs) no to something what are those places? What, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Because self-care is making sure your heart is right. See, I can't be around nasty people. I just cannot. Um, just because it just not agree, it is, it's not agreement with who I am as a person. Am I perfect? No, I'm not. Do I got everything right? No, I don't. But I do understand through my own journey that I can't be around selfish people because I'm not a selfish person. You know what I mean? And the thing is, is that anything that's, a, that's the opposite of me, then it's not a lot of time that we can spend together because we should have our commonality should be our core values. And if if that if they are not linking, then we're not kindred spirits. Now, I'm not saying that can't happen eventually, but it's just not. So that doesn't mean I can't deal with you or whatever else. It's just it's only so far that we're going to go in our relationship because... I'm the opposite of what you're doing, you know? And so when you, I cannot, we will never be able to connect in a deeper level because um, we on two different planes. Do I say I'm better? Because that person might feel like they good where they are. That's just don't, that doesn't work for me. And slowly but surely we will compromise um, ourselves by wanting to be a part of something or someone or whatever for various reasons. And sometimes it could be hitting personal gain. It could be around people that 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 makes you feel like you're you're not sick, and I don't want to be around people like that either. Not so much to make me feel like I'm sick, but I want to be around people that's gonna be hold me accountable to myself and put a demand on me, and not just the the script that I give them. So people that's in the front row of my life, they know the me from the root to the tutor, so they can hold me accountable. Because I don't want no people that I say that's my friends and they don't hold me accountable. You know what I mean? To, for me to be my best self and to snatch me up in the minute if I'm not rising to the occasion. Because again, you only get one life. And it's a shame that if you understand some concepts and you're still walking around heavy, um, displaced from self and, and, and not able to really have the connection that your soul would like you to have that is longing for the relationships that you would like to have like if you want to be in a good type relationship with whomever then you have to be what you're asking of you have to render that same service but at the same time if a relationship is not reciprocal then it's not a relationship it's one-sided and so and that and what what happens is typically when it's one-sided we continue on trying to force us to be invited into something that has a wall up against it and then we get frustrated 
and then we then we complain about it and then we make the situation bigger and bigger when if we had vetted it out um it was high maintenance in the first place so again um we got to stop justifying why we do what we do um justifying to make it okay because we doing it but is it right is it helping you you know what I mean? Is it is it really helping you? Like, it's some things, you know, all of us got some things that we don't like about ourselves. But what are you doing to try to fix that? That is true self-care. Where you can go in the cracks and crevices of the inward parts and deal with that stuff. So, therefore, when other things come around that does not resonate with who you are, you, you, you won't be able to gel with it. You won't allow it. You won't accept people to treat you any kind of way. You, you, you know what I mean? Your why will be right. But when a lot of times is that, you know, people around people and their situations are not right internally, it's because in somewhere the devil tricks you and make you think you got something, you're going to get some personal gain from it. So you'll sell, you'll, you'll sell yourself short. That is prostitution. Any way you put it, prostitution is you selling yourself for some, for a service. So anytime you giving yourself your virtue up in any capacity, to get something back. That's prostitution. That's prostitution. So self-care is deeper than that, people. Self-care is going deeper within yourself and understanding that each of us need different things. And in order for me to really, really require others to do it for me, I have to first do it for myself. There's some situations I shouldn't have been a part of. You know what I'm saying? There's some people I shouldn't be around. Like, if somebody keep making me feel bad or they keep abusing the goodness of me and I continue to be around that or whatever else, that's me self-sabotaging my own self because I already knew that these people were doing that or this environment was not conducive for me to thrive. You know what I mean? So if I'm still putting myself in situations like that, knowing that I'm leaving depleted, it's not the environment fault. It's not the people fault. It's my fault. Because, again, we got to take ownership of the allowances that we made, that we continuously make, because we're trying to feed something that needs to be destroyed. That's self-care. When you're dealing with yourself and you're caring for the parts that even if you're lonely, you can be okay with that. Because at least you're not selling yourself short. I remember not too long ago, we were talking about some people, me and a colleague of mine were talking about um, some people that we were um, in relationship with or whatever. And it was just like, oh, this person is X, Y, and Z, and this, that, and so on. I'm just sitting there listening. And that person kind of got mad at me because I was not responding to them the way they wanted me to. See, who they are to you is not who they've been in my life. And I'm big enough to say that. So you shouldn't require me to feel all energetic and, and jumping up for joy because that's what your experience being. You know what I mean? That's not been my experience. So I'm not in that space that you're in. And then we start talking about it even more. They weren't even in the space that they were in, that they thought they were in. Because when you start talking to people, it start requiring them to think when you're having those deeper conversations. And so those people weren't that either. It's just that sometimes we'll just follow the train. Have you noticed that like if somebody don't like somebody and everything and you're in relationship with them all of a sudden they start having a problem with that same person and then if somebody likes somebody then all of a sudden even though that person might not like that person they'll start liking them because they're in covenant or they're in relationship with someone else so it's not legitimate because they're liking them because somebody else is liking them and they think 
highly of that person or whatever. So they just following the, the, the trail. You know what I mean? It's not something that they organically reached on their own discernment. It's because of somebody else. So anyway, you know, the person was getting upset at me and everything else. And all I had to say was, wait a minute. Why are you getting so upset at me for just voicing what is true for me? That the time or, or whatever relationship you have with this person, that has not been my experience. And the thing is, is that how do you get mad at me when I'm telling you this is my truth? It is not that I made up. It's the truth. That this is not what they've been to me. At one time, I couldn't say that. Because I would justify it or whatever else, reducing myself. And that's not cool. It's not cool. I'm not talking about rock around angry. They should be this to me and this, that, and so. No, because relationships are reciprocal. It's a joint effort. You know what I mean? We cannot ask other people to put in more than we are ourselves. In order for a relationship to be cultivated, you have to spend time with people. You have to get to know them. If they let you in enough for them to, 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 to know them. But it has to be reciprocated. It has to be a joint effort. And at the end of the day, a lot of us have tried to, to do something or be a part of somebody when they really didn't want to. Or they, they never spent time with us, so they just made, they, you, make your, you make your friends feel like, well, I feel this way, you should too. That's not true. I deal with people according to my own experience. There's some people in my, me and my husband, we're married. There's some people in his life and in our lives or whatever else that have been a lot more to him than they have been to me and vice versa. I can't expect him nor can he expect me to sit here and say, well, and argue with him about my experience because that's just what it is. So I'm not going to feel the same um, urgency to some things that he is, you know, and vice versa. And we respect that. Um, but again, self-care is about following suit with yourself, being okay with saying, I cannot do this, or I cannot be around these people. I can't be around certain environments because it's against me. And that's how people get stressed and they don't even know they get stressed. Your life can look like it's gravy and you're stressed inwardly because you're trying to do things that is not organically made. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's coming from a different place of your why and why you're doing it. And it saddens to me, it saddens me that many people are like that. But I just want to share with you all my journey. And this is not the this is not the end of it because next week we'll be talking about it even more. I'm going more into depths of self-care. But just a couple of those questions I want you just to ponder on this week about um you know, what have you done to sit on your wings? What have you done to compromise yourself in the name of wanting to be a part of something or someone? You know what I mean? If you got to do cartwheels to be a part of something, then that means you probably shouldn't be because nobody or nothing should require you to have to do all of that to be in company with them or, or be someplace or whatever. So I've learned along the way, if I start feeling uncomfortable, I just back up. You know what I mean? I back up and then I make sure that it's not me that's having the issue, but it's the environment that's against me. Um, because sometimes it could be me, you know, so I got to make sure I'm reflective enough to check that or what have you. But at the end of the day, it's all about us getting better. It's all about us walking um, upright and honestly, honesty and, uh, and honesty. And, um, and it's all about us um, being true to ourselves, unlearning, relearning, unlearning, relearning. 
gotta say that every day. I gotta unlearn and I gotta relearn. Some of the things I've learned is wrong. I don't wanna be quite like the thing that I don't like because if you don't watch it, you can be the very thing you hate. But because you don't see that you like that because you don't wanna be like that, then you turn a blind eye and that's when we start getting dumbfounded and we put the mirror up, you mirroring the same thing that you was complaining about. I don't wanna be that person. So I have to be reflective. I have to look at care for myself enough to tell myself the truth, even when it feel good, it don't feel good. And part of that is the journey of being taking care of yourself. Because when you take care of yourself, you clean your windows, you can see a little bit better. So at any rate, have a good night. We will continue next Sunday. This time we're going to talk about soul care and we're going to still chop it up again, entwining both what I said today and about soul care next week or whatever. And it's all going to come together. It's all going to make more sense as we keep traveling down this road. At the end of the day, it's all about us getting healthy in every way possible because we all have work to do. We only get one life and we do ourselves for injustice when we waste our time and at time we cannot get back. Because that is your life that you're wasting. And it's a lot that's going on in the inside of everybody that want to have certain things in their life. But their pride or whatever it may be. Or even generational stuff will cause you to hold up. But I'll tell you one thing. Check out what what are you doing? What are you making allowances for in your life? Or are you one of the women or men that's just always with different type of men and women all the time every time you see somebody that's not showing that you love yourself you know what i mean because you should have some some boundaries and some standards for yourself that everybody's just not gonna come into your space in that regard um what are you eating every day what kind of relationships are you in with people and what kind are they helping you grow or, or are they actually adding to your problem you know you just gotta ask all of that those are parts of self-care not the external part. We're talking about the inside because whatever's in going to come out. And so if you start watching people a little bit closer, you start seeing those little pimples bust. The little, the, they were they bursting. They were about to burst. And then they, you can start watching them burst um, just by what you hear people saying and how they move. Contradiction. That's not what God wants for us. That's not what you should want for yourself. I implore you just to check yourself. Don't be a hazard to yourself and don't allow anybody else to be a hazard to you. But let's start this work. Let's do the work to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And make sure that when we learn how to take care of ourselves, we teach others how to do the same. Until next week, peace, love, and happiness.